Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the tropes and trends of the horror genre. This is episode 161, and we are talking about the worst films we saw in 2022. This is Mike Campbell, and I am joined by... Eric Lee. And... Liz Williams. Who are not the worst in 2020. Those were the the highlights of 2022. This garbage that we're going to talk about tonight is it's garbage. Yeah, it is garbage. garbage. And, Mike, why don't and this is and I said this I yeah. said this before the last uh, the last episode when we were talking about things we're looking forward to in 2023. I think, and I'll say it again, 2022 was the best year of horror I've experienced as a horror movie podcaster. It was also. The worst year of horror I have experienced as a horror movie podcaster. I saw the best things I've ever seen this this last year. I saw the worst things. It was very Dickensian. It is very Dickensian. The best. Yes, it yes. was. It was the worst of times. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I think I, I think it also says there was a lot of stuff. We did I see think. a lot of stuff. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. There was a uh, lot, a lot, a lot of stuff I we had to sort through. I think I described it in the last last uh, last. Recording was that it was the ice cream truck going around the neighborhood. And <laughs> everybody laid siege to the ice cream truck, and they took anything that was in there. Yeah, and um, left left not a whole lot for twenty twenty three. But in the end, maybe there was a secret stash because we actually came up with a bunch of movies. There, there was a lot of great. There was a lot of great films, but there yeah. was all that was left in the ice cream truck is the stuff from the Shaky Shivers ice cream uh, <laughs> store. Ooh, right. we, and we'll be going there. Uh, deep cut. <laughs> oh. uh, so, Mike, uh, do do you know how many horror movies you saw last year? How many I saw? No. From 2022? Uh, I, you know, I was probably, I would say if I was uh, take a wild guess, I was probably watching two-ish, two and a half a week, maybe. So that would put, so, uh, so, so yeah. No, new ones, 2022 releases. Oh, oh, 2022, uh, I don't know. I, I would say probably 75 to 100. Whoa. Total, yeah. so like old, old and new. Oh, old and new. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, like I, you know, I rewatched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I rewatched Jaws. Uh, I rewatched uh, Jaws two. I rewatched yeah. Jaws three. I rewatched about, yeah. Jaws four. Yeah, yeah. So, so when, so when <laughs> as we as we are talking about the movies yeah, yeah, yeah. of twenty twenty two, right, right, right. You know, and how many they they came up with. Uh, I, I was surprised at how many movies I watched. How many did you watch? Uh, I, I saw 61 movies from 2022. 61 from 2022. Yeah, all 2022 Woo! releases. And I didn't track. I'm going to track this year, but I would say yeah. I'd probably be in the 40 range. Yeah. yeah. And and I think, you know, of course, we, you know, when you go to, to Overlook and you you see all the movies, as many movies yeah. as you can, you go to Overlook. And then when Popcorn Frights comes out and you, you'd get a bunch of streamers. And, you know, I did another hole in the head. Uh, did H.P. Lovecraft, did Portland Horror. So that's where you, you, you stockpile a bunch of them. But I actually went into the theaters to see a bunch of other original releases, including some uh, notable things like the new Scream movie. Mm-hmm. And I we'll saw... We'll talk about that in yeah, a minute. We, <laughs> and uh, we, we saw, you and I saw X in the theater. Yep. Um, nope. Um, so you saw, you saw 61. If you, 61. So if you were to give those 61... Mm-hmm. A collective grade. What would you give those sixty-one? Like, if, my, well, like I, if you mushed them all together in a into a single film, how would you grade 
2022. I actually did this. What? I actually. Oh my god. I, I have. I gave. <laughs> I gave. I gave a star ranking. This is for, not a. This is not a setup either. Yeah. I, no. I did a star this ranking. Is not for a movie setup. I, I, I think it's three and a half. Okay. Oh, three and a half. That's out, pretty three, good. Three and a half out of five. Okay. I saw more good movies than bad. Okay. Uh, but I saw of plenty. Of, but it also tells you, I had uh, of of movies rated four mm-hmm. or better, twenty eight. Okay. Wow. Yeah. What's it? That still seems like a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a, those mm-hmm. are all. Those would all be strong recommendations. Yeah, yeah. But I also had anything that was related. I had uh, forty set uh, from uh, oh eighteen of them were less than three. Okay. Mm. So okay. Not those were not great. All right. Anything get a zero? I still nothing got a zero. I didn't see any. I didn't see anything that offended me and made me angry this year. Okay. Okay. Liz, Liz, what would you yeah. give? I gave him a Liz one. Is, Liz has got. Liz has got. We know. We yeah. know what her number. Her her, her zero star. Yeah. If she could go negative stars, she'd give it a negative star. What did? What did? But, uh, what would I, you? What would you give twenty twenty two, Liz? If you were to give well, it a well, because grade? I turn things off, uh-huh. I will probably give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's really a three. Yeah. Because yeah, if you if you yeah, if anything you turn off is a is a two or worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Then th- that, that I only I mean looking through my reviews I gave one two star review mm-hmm. one one star review a, a pretty good handful of two and a half to three and a half star reviews and then some fours and fives so yeah mixed bag but I'd say like all in all solid year. That mine would come up to be probably about a four because okay. I turn stuff off. All right. Yeah, I only had three five star reviews. Okay. Out of all, out of all sixty one, I had three five stars. I think I've only done one five star review on the Scariest Things podcast, and that was the Black Phone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. Mm. I know. Amazing. All right. Well, we're not here to talk about good five star <laughs> movies. Mike, Mike, no. Mike was Mike was uh, suffering suffering from a bout of leprosy. Yeah, uh, and missed mm-hmm. out on our uh, our top ten of the year. So uh, we're we're gonna do the bottom of of it. We're, mm-hmm. I think we talked about doing bottom three. This might be a bit of a grab mm-hmm. bag and just sort yeah. of like in in a kind of a sloppy way to to, mm-hmm. to uh, codify how. How we feel about the best. We're just gonna we're gonna go round and around until we're sort of done with beating up on these films. I think. Yeah. Heck so, yeah. Um, we'll start us off. Start, Liz. Why don't you go ahead and oh. just okay. You take I one. will jump into mine with the least bad movie of the <laughs> bad movies, <laughs> and that is Scream. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what number Scream Five. Scream. It was Scream, uh, Scream Five. five. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I gave it a two out of five and I was, I, like we were talking about before, I forgot that I even reviewed this. We all reviewed it together, but I don't even remember writing anything about it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like that is how this movie saw it, walked out of the theater and was like, well, that just happened. That was a dumb idea. Like, and then never thought about it again until they announced that they're going to do another one. And Neither Courtney Cox nor uh, Nev Campbell are returning. Obviously, Dewey's David Arquette's not returning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. all the youngsters who made a mess of this new yeah. one. I don't know. Maybe it's just kids in the 90s versus kids these days. That just could be me because I'm an old person. But uh, 
Ugh, it was they were trying to be clever. It didn't work yeah. out. They had to end up explaining everything. There were too many characters. They're too. I don't know. Yeah, it was, yeah I felt it was like bad. the the I felt like the meta horror monologues that they yeah. would have became it was a constant drumbeat of these yeah. this, these meta horror self-referential dialogues but that's, and it was a such a tired exercise of yeah. we're the smartest guy in the room right. whereas the first couple they they dribbled it out a lot more judiciously this one it was and like it was funnier God, it was goddamn they were in every on the joke. scene where they were just yep. beating you over the head with how much they know yep. or don't know about horror movies and it, and just it became, ended up being don't know like yeah, how many times can so. you talk about the babadook like we get it you right. saw like that it was, <laughs> right. it was like a phenomenon yeah. movie the, bob, like, the babadook was the stand-in for yeah for thinky, thinky smart horror right yeah. right 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 yeah, but i i did it because we do what we do yeah, you know, I, I I appreciated that the fact that they would touch on the current state of what kinds of films we're getting nowadays compared to the stuff that was produced in the '90s when the original screen was done. Sure. So Maybe. I found that I, that that was the only thing that I found compelling. But I I my my notes. I also gave it two stars. I had written down mediocre, do better. The lead actress was yeah. terrible. Yeah. The new characters are Ugh. no good. Yeah. The twist was lame. You gave it two yeah. and a half. I gave it two and a half? Yeah. Uh, I gave it two and a half. Liz gave it two. I gave it two. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't even know why I gave it two and a half, because I, I think I agree with your assessment, which is I walked out of the theater and went, well, that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, there we go. Okay. All right. What's Who's going next? Eric, are you going next? Sure. All right. Uh, I There was a movie that was done at... and. Uh, Oof. Overlook, we talked about this mm-hmm. already. Um, this is Shaky Shivers. You probably, oh, so you may not, you may never get a chance to do Shaky Shivers because they might have, just, they might just give up on this one and not, not ever release it um, to, to a wide audience because it really doesn't deserve to be. It's got bad no. editing. The story is all over the map. It, it starts out as a werewolf movie that had a little bit of promise. <laughs> I think Mike described it as like. A four-star movie for the first five minutes, and then a one-star mm-hmm. movie for the rest. Something like that, yeah. Because yeah. because there like is that. a great authentic uh, authenticity between the two main characters, the yeah. two female leads, yeah. and they have wonder really good chemistry, great chemistry, and one. It was like an earnest wonder, movie, but then it wonderful just dialogue. went off the yeah. rails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It Kitchen so sink. It was like make up rails. your mind. Yeah, Do, and 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 it, and it's not. I I don't hold it against a movie to try and do. A lot of things like Phantasm, right? That's a great. That's an example of doing mixing a lot of stuff in 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 making a, a good stew out of it. Um, Shaky Shivers was the, a bunch of half half thought out ideas that that sort of were left out in the sun to dry out, and just <laughs> it was it it just it got it was it was boring. It was it wasn't scary at all. It ceased being funny after the first. 15 minutes and right. and then we just felt I just like I was looking at my watch and I was like well I and it, it, it also it too became a little too self-referential yeah. not in the same way that Scream did but it no. became too self-referential yeah. in terms of its the ki- the kitchen sink yeah. approach to every last yeah. horror trope imaginable right and I do feel a little bit bad beating up on you know uh, in, indie productions but it's like come on you Come up with a good core idea and stick Eric with it. Likes, yeah, it was Eric made by the guy from Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Asian guy. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't, lump, <laughs> don't lump me in with all the Asians. No. 
All right. The guy Mike. from Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah. Him. Uh, <laughs> I think Shaky Shivers He's is out. He's got good looks. They can fall <laughs> back is, is, on Sh- Shaky Shivers has been, have they released it? Is it on Shudder? Uh, I don't know if it's on Shudder, but I think it's out. And it's actually kind of a cool poster, too. So Shaky Shivers got something I think the poster was good at Overlook. Yeah. Shaky Shivers got something right. Well, Shaky Shivers, I mean. We, the, 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 we got in line. Yeah, we, uh, we, we weren't turned off by the original premise, but it didn't really, yeah, it, you know, nothing connected. No. All right. This is a film uh, that uh, we did. You and I see this. I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, the Ty West, the second in the Ty West it. Uh, triptych. Uh, Pearl. Oh, you didn't see it. I said Pearl will be one of the more divisive films of the year. It will end up on some best of list, but it could very well end up on some worst of lists. Right here. Why? Simple, really. It's an uneven film. It contains some rather shocking bits, but it's also equally underwhelming. There is a scene in Pearl, uh, and for all the for all the folks out there that uh, hate me for saying Pearl is a crappy film, because it's really not a very good film, and I think it could have been so much better. It felt incredibly rushed. There is a great monologue towards the end of Pearl that she gives, which is a chilling bit of business, and. You know, frankly, I think she should probably be up for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for that monologue because it is something else. And I've never quite seen a film shot mm-hmm. or a monologue shot exactly that way. But the film in total, you just don't care about Pearl. I have. I, I agree. I was not invested in her. I was not invested in the story. And at the end of the day, I was just like, I don't really care about this woman or her story or or any of it coupled with the fact that all the actions she takes throughout the entire film don't feel like there is um a a, a clear reason for those things to take place. Mm-hmm. Also, there wasn't enough connectivity between Pearl and X. Like right. so oh. it's supposed to be a quote unquote origin story. Well, they end Pearl, what is she? Like 22 and right. then in X she's 70 something. What about the other 50 Oof, years right, in there? Right. Like, well, does it does it does it set up a baseline that you understand why she is the way she is? Not really. Kind of kind of sort of, but but mostly not enough. Mostly not. I, I was yeah. just disappointed in it. I yeah. you know, which is almost worse yeah. than thinking it was bad. So I me, thought it looked really beautiful. Mia Goth is great, mm-hmm. but it was just like, this is it. Well, let me like, ask you this. Does, does it drag your opinion down of X having seen Pearl? No. No. In fact, it enhanced my opinion of X. In fact, I went back and rewatched X and went, Yeah, this is a far superior product and it's a really exciting film. Yeah. And it further diminished my opinion of Pearl after having seen X again. We love you, Ty West. We still love yeah, you. We, Ty, love we, you Ty lo- West. we love you, Ty West. But this, this just felt like a very, and I know that was the whole design idea behind this was that they were already in New Zealand and they figured out mm-hmm. if they uh, just go ahead, they could hastily shoot a uh, prequel. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, he and Mia Goth wrote the story and it, you know, it looked very forced. And no. it was kind of, I mean, it is, and and I think you just said this, Liz, but it is a very, it's a beautiful looking film and it's, yeah. re, it's really fascinating. And a lot of people obviously drew, drew allegory to Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. And there was a lot of, uh, uh, there, there was some nods to, you know, the early 1900s and filmmaking at the time and so forth and so on. And, but it was even that presentation of kind of what was going on in the early 1900s was, Pretty uneven. It mm. felt it felt very very uneven. Bummer. Yeah. 
So Pearl, no good. No bueno. Liz. Okay. Um, oh, we want to do Roberts? Oh, sure. sure. Uh, Roberts number three uh, is uh, Halloween Ends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Does, it, does this end up on your list too, yeah, Mike? Okay. Uh, Robert and I All right, gr- we'll talk about it then. I'll read Robert's comments yeah. then. So I'll go to mine. My <laughs> number two is a movie that I didn't finish. <laughs> I got farther in it. But... Mike finished it after I said, this might be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and that is The Scary of 61st, yeah. which Mike gave a one star to. I would probably have given it half a star since I only made it like 20, <laughs> 25 minutes in. Wait, um, so I was going is... to include this, but I, th- I, I read and I thought it came out in 2021, not 2022. No, it was twenty. 20- Oh, well. oh, it may have been released in 2021, like okay. on the festival circuit, but yeah. it was definitely 2022. Okay, well, it's on my um, list too. Ooh, <laughs> uh, this is Jeffrey Epstein horror. It's probably the worst acting I have ever seen in uh-huh. my entire life. Uh-huh. Like Man. I could do this uh, acting. Um, oh, I can't even talk about it. It's so bad. Well, this came up on our scariest things, little messaging thread when Chris, one of our uh, good contributors and like always talking about cool movies says, has anybody seen this movie? (laughs) And I was like, Oh, it was on my list of what I'm going to watch. You know, what do you think? He's like, I think you should watch it. And then I was like, Oh my God. He's like, yeah, I know. I, it's mind blown. Did he apologize? uh, (laughs) He was just like, he wouldn't say anything though, but he's like, I think you should watch it. I was like, what do you think of it? What is this? No, no, just watch it. Let me know. (laughs) It's like, you're the worst. Um, (laughs) But all in good fun. And then I remember like texting you guys and being like, I just watched this. Mike's like, I'm going to watch it. And you (laughs) did. Thank you for finishing it. Um, How this is also on DVD from Vinegar Syndrome and streaming and made it to the festival circuits. I do not know. This girl who made this movie must know someone. uh, Dasha Nekrovska. Uh, It's probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. Whew. Whew. This terrible, is, terrible is the, acting. The, I don't even know if it's a horror movie, though. The only good thing I'll say about it is it is kind of an interesting story in in that mm-hmm. they took a well-known uh, socio-political figure, Jeffrey Epstein, and right. twisted the story around to you know it being Jeffrey Epstein having an apartment in Manhattan that was a black ops site for like satan- and, and satanic now it's ritual, by all the, ritual yeah. orgies. And I was like, okay, well, that's kind of interesting. Come and for the that, politics and leave for the... Yeah, the satanic ritual orgy. Yeah. Dude, it was just such a shitty looking film, shitty acting. <laughs> right. It like, looked like garbage. Yep. So I agree. <laughs> Maybe in better hands, it could have been. Yeah, in better hands, a I think. Satire, but woo, didn't work. Didn't in, work. In better hands, yeah, it could have been a very, very interesting piece of work, but in this, yeah. not so much. Sorry, it was Dasha. in the wrong hands. Yeah, sorry. Oh, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and normally I would never yeah. include something I didn't finish, but there was no way I was going to finish this film. <laughs> Literally no way. Yeah, I think that I think so. did you finish your did you finish your number 1? You but you bailed on oh, your number I 1. Oh, I did. I nope, I turned it off and went back to it so I could review it. Oh, Liz, sucker for punishment. Okay. Yep. Well, we'll talk all right. about that in a minute. So, my my number 2, uh-huh, is I probably should have known better. Um, but <laughs> 
we I saw a trailer for it at Overlook, um, and this is a film called Unhuman. Um, and oh it's, yeah, you should have known. I, I should have known better. It. <laughs> oh yeah, they were hyping this at. Uh, at yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was like before trailer. every yeah. single before yeah. every single yep. film. They I was like, the tra- I don't know, it doesn't look trailer. great, but you know, I'll give it a shot. And it's like I was I was trying to be a completionist. I was uh, you know yeah. this is this is Eric trying to do you know a marathon of how just making sure I, I I see enough movies for the year to actually be able to respond. This one was one <laughs> I probably should not. I uh, okay I. I st- I I bailed. Yeah, I bailed after two thirds of this movie because I kind of knew where it was going. I was like, I don't, I don't care. Um, it's a, this is a, a. Uh, well, I'll read. I have no concerns about reading the the trailer description. Okay, a, a group of high school students whose whose school bus crashes on a field trip. Right. Relationships are tested once they realize they are being stalked by an attacker who intends to drive them out and straight into a horrifying fight to survive. Uh, in other words, they kind of tried to do a zombie movie. Right, but they didn't do. It was just they didn't invest in any makeup effects or gore. It might have been like okay, twenty eight days later, or the crazies, or but it was just it was awful, awful zombie stuff. It was loud and obnoxious. It had terrible acting. It had it was it was it was just generic to the core. They were there. It made me feel old because, or at a certain point, it's like. These kids these days, <laughs> and, and you know the 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 characters that you were supposed to root for were were saccharine and mm-hmm. and just and and everybody was a, pay, a cardboard cutout. It right, was, right, right. The right. less really, the less said about it, the the better. Don't okay. don't watch this movie if you have to pay for it. If you want to just. I think it, it's streaming it for like, free right now on Amazon. Yeah, unhuman. It looked so bad. It was. Yeah. I know. Known. I should have known. <laughs> I gave it a chance. I thought oh, it's like, but then again, because because I'll tell you the other movie that 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 was the reason why I actually was willing to go in on this one was because the other movie that that they were they were um, put uh, pushing in front of Overlook was the uh, the country music horror one. Um, with oh, lo- oh yeah, Lonely torn hearts, hearts. Torn, torn hearts. hearts. Yeah. yeah, and I watched torn hearts, and I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not not great. Yeah, well, was, I, I, gave it, I gave it three and a half. Sure. Yeah, um, and I went all right. Well, now I'll go see the other one they were pushing. It's okay. like, yeah. damn it, Overlook, you <laughs> sold me, you, you sold me bad goods. Billy Goods. Yeah, like, no, someone paid us to put that trailer. Yeah, that was that's right. That was <laughs> that's how up. we got you your breast fast. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. All right, is this the is this the part where we talk about Halloween ends? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. No, Halloween ends. Terrible film. Uh, very polemic. Interestingly, I think that's that was Ooh. the thing that shocked me the most was that there was enough folks out there. If you read through all the message boards and social media and everything else, there was enough folks out there that I think have such a deep uh, and undying love for Michael Myers that they just couldn't recognize this as a bad film. I too have a deep and undying love for Michael Myers, but to this a, is a to a point where we you know Liz and I a, will tease Mike about this. This is a terrible mm-hmm. film and I'll tell you why because they in they for the final installment they introduce an entirely new character who has nothing to do with Laurie Strode or Michael Myers or Dr. Loomis. It's Corey. And I think Corey uh who becomes <laughs> the Michael Myers serial killer in training will go down as probably one of the worst horror movie characters Ooh. of oh, all right. time. And, and, and actually, large that influenced heavily by the fact that you have 
a legend mm-hmm. at your disposal. Right. And I think this, in this case, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride at all wrote themselves into a corner. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. I don't think it's any more complicated than that. They you just... don't think they wrote themselves into Halloween's not ending? <laughs> well, Corey is taking over? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have Corey now. Corey well, Ween? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would go see Corey Ween. I would, I, I would go see Corey Ween. Uh, <laughs> If it's named Corey Ween. If they call Corey. it Corey Ween, I will go see Corey Ween. No, it's it was it was an incredibly disappointing way to end a 40-year run uh, by introducing this entirely new character. Again, that had nothing to do with Michael Myers. And it was the story was so incomp so unbelievable that Michael Myers would have a young protege and he would through, I'm assuming, pantomiming and mimicking serial killing or they had a psychic connection. I don't know. (laughs) Hot mess. Either way, it didn't make a goddamn bit of sense. And Corey, Corey Corey is not just a bad character. The guy that plays Corey, whose name I'm going to, Rowan Campbell, terrible actor. (laughs) Terrible actor. Sorry, Rowan Campbell. Uh, You are not a good actor. On a positive note, because I'll end everything on a positive note, um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is great in the film. She is did they, absolutely. Did they, give, did they give her more than the five minutes they gave yeah. her in Halloween? Yeah. Uh, she, kills. She's she's great. Although it does end end up with you know a, a scene where you have like a born identity septuagenarians wrestling in the kitchen over knives, which also seemed entirely ridiculous. But yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was great in the film. She's a great actress. No question there. She 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 turned in a wonderful performance. Everything else about the film is terrible. I gave it two stars. I should have given it one. Yeah. yeah. On, on the on the, on the level two. of expectations, you know, the the what you wanted it to be to what you got. Probably zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> womp womp. womp, womp. All right. So looking what? forward to Corey Ween. <laughs> Corey Ween coming 2024. <laughs> we'll write it. Robert um, Roberts, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. <laughs> and I think Robert's yeah. the only one of us who saw this. Yeah. Thank you, Robert, cause, Robert. Thank for you. taking it for the it. team. Oh. Oh. So, um, I will, since none of us saw it, I'll read Robert's little synopsis. In an alternate Jeepers Creepers universe from the first three films, Lainey gets dragged out to the quote unquote best horror convention ever by her genre nerd boyfriend. Mm. Out of the middle of nowhere, our heroine mingles with the seven to 12 other people who've managed to stumble onto the patch of dirt where the convention is being (laughs) held. After a series of unrelated scenes, including a cosplay montage by our leading lady, the creeper shows up to shyly kill a couple of a couple of people off screen. In the end, he's embarrassed to death by the atrocious CG effects used in the film's finale. So, uh, yeah, no Jeepers Creepers. Robert this- said, I was hoping for the best. It's directed by the Iron Sky guy, Timo Voron Solo, and stars Sidney Craven, who is a full on Taekwondo champion, for pity's sake. Less <laughs> cosplay, more punchy kicky. Oh, well, maybe next time. I love that Robert ends on that positive note of if there's another Jeepers Creepers, he will watch it. Oh, God. Maybe next time. <laughs> so, so, which Jeepers Creepers is this? This, four. this is Jeepers Creepers 4. Yeah. Jeepers four. Creepers Reborn. Yeah. Okay. And, and it doesn't. Reborn. And, it, and they've gotten rid of the problematic director, the, uh, yeah. the, oh, right. the, the, uh-huh, the child uh-huh. raping. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah he was a real creeper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the original creeper. Jeepers Creepers, and even the second one was a pretty good movie, and yeah. that's all before no, we knew about this yeah, guy. The, the, fir- the first one was solid. Was, well, first was, one was pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, that was scary. Mm-hmm. That, was, yeah. that was good. Uh, all right. Not this one. Mm-hmm. Nope. All okay. Right. No Are we indeed. on me? Here's that. Here, here Liz gets to go you know, Go beat up My on number one, movie worst one, uh-huh. worst movie of the year, The Sadness, yep. Rob Jabaz's Taiwanese mm-hmm. zombie movie. Period, done, mean, misogynistic. Zombie rape. Gross zombie rapers. Yeah. yeah. So don't yeah. see it Deplor- or see it. Well, I'm in like the minority. Like, I, I'm not I'm, minority, but like, there's a lot of people who freaking think this thing is like, it pushed the limits. It did all that. And I was like, these are just the limits that didn't need to be pushed at this time in our lives in the world. Yep. Push some other limits before that nasty sexual stuff came the first scene in the like ramen shop or whatever where the old lady becomes a zombie and you see how fast this spreads i was like this movie is going to be amazing and then i yeah. was like this movie is disgusting no the first turned it off first went half back the hour next day and said super solid finish. first yeah. half hour super super solid mm-hmm. what uh what else has rob jabaz done do we know? I do we know what uh, Rob know. Jabaz is responsible on my for? Link and see what it brings us to the sadness. He's a self-taught animator and has animated some shorts and done some music videos and commercials. Okay. Well, That's Liz, I will it. tell you this. He's Canadian. I, oh, okay. But he grew up in Taiwan. I don't think you are alone in your dislike of the the sadness. I uh, largely, uh, I think, agree with you about the film and for the same reasons why you think the sadness is not a good film or, frankly, a repugnant film. And I've talked to several other people, and they, too, had the same feeling. So uh, I have yet to talk to anybody who is totally gung-ho about the sadness. And I think a lot of the... Like of the sadness comes from an unfortunate and very deplorable bro culture that seems to be ruining our lives these days. Yeah. Now, actually, when I wrote the review, it had a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Now it has an 89 and a 62 for the audience score. So it's at least coming down. Yeah, that's good. But I don't think. Yeah, the critics. We got to get ourselves on the Rotten Tomatoes here, Liz. That's, that's our goal. We got to yeah. got to be able to get to be a little bit more of an influencer. <laughs> I would be interested to see how many of the critics who loved it are men. Oh, there you go. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. They, they do love themselves some zombie rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. I don't know. Well, there's just something. It's not going to bother them in the same way that it. Right. I don't know. Yep. It's just it's the wrong time in our world for this kind of for if for that to be the only new thing you're going to bring to the zombie genre. Yeah. Nah. Keep it. Rob Jabaz, no better, Rob do Jabaz, better. Come on. Do better. Yeah. yeah. Do better. All right, Eric, okay. what was the worst film of the year? Well, okay, now granted, I think that all three of the movies that I'm discussing here, I I gave a star and a half. Uh-huh. Um, this is uh this is a movie that was Play heavily on the. Did you? Did, uh, sorry, uh, going back to your tabulation earlier. Mm-hmm. Did you have a zero star film? No, no zero okay. stars. Okay. This is these these three are all one and a half. Okay. Uh, this is Revealer. Uh, oh yeah, oh, I didn't watch. This we one. saw this at uh, Portland Horror Film Festival. I hated this. Yeah, 
Joseph liked this one. I, he was being nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Joseph's too nice. This is. I talked to him, and he, he kind of Joseph, went, come on the podcast and defend yourself. <laughs> so this is. I mean, the premise. I thought. I mean, it had. It had potential. Yeah. Because um, it. This was a great premise. Yeah. You know, the, the the apocalypse is coming. Uh, hell 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 is coming, uh, and there's a. Uh, a uh, a Pentecostal evangelist um, uptight girl is flees to the safety of a peep show, uh, like a uh, a Jack Shack kind of a uh, a place where there's a a stripper in a behind behind the glass who is uh, having a slow day because everybody out in the rest of the world is dying mm-hmm. because the the apocalypse has come. Um, and uh, and not surprisingly, the two of them team up, and they begun begin to find they 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 start on opposite ends of the of the the spectrum of personalities and politics, and they come to become best friends. To it's a be, match it's like, made in, in hell. <laughs> All right, now so premise, not a bad premise. Yeah, it it, it was it was bad i mean it was, yeah. it, was it was repetitive mm-hmm. and the way it's like it didn't help that neither of the actresses was convincing no i didn't believe for a second that the that that the um the church girl was as pristine as she set out to be she was just and she was also drawn to be they were both very unappealing characters right um this it's like and probably you know the 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 the, the stripper was didn't look like a stripper and just felt like there was a lot of politicking going on, and it was like not sexy, mm-hmm. kind of boring. Yep, should have been raunchy, wasn't raunchy. <laughs> um, it's just and the, the 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 they they get caught in a maze below the strip club, trying to get out, trying to save each other's respective families. Um, but it, what they end up doing is they just end up yelling at each other, wandering around in a labyrinth for two hours. You know, one of the things that bugged me about the film was they they decided to. Um, very pointedly uh, set the film in the 1980s yep. and they make a big point out of saying this is set in the 1980s yeah. uh, but mm. other than the stripper wearing acid wash jeans which are really kind of a late 80s thing right <laughs> it's just to get rid of cell phones That's yeah. All. yeah yeah I, I was like uh, you could have pretty much done this yeah. anywhere anytime yeah. you didn't right, need to right. set it in the 80s it was it was everything about it just felt like half thought out, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the monologuing was uninspired, and there was a lot of monologuing. It was. And I think this hit a couple of festivals though, and had decent reviews. That's did, why I, I know. didn't watch it. Hey, though. it's it, just I, like the premise didn't appeal to me. No, Mm-mm. it was. I mean, it, if if they if they had gone full grindhouse, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they had gone right. the way, say, if they did X, mm-hmm. which actually was full on raunchy, yeah, without being. Without being obscene, right, right, ra- raunchy but raunchy and fun. This was. I think there's a story there. I think like, that I think there is a story there because yeah, it, it's a legitimately it's a good premise. I think there's a good story. There. I think I think it needed there's, a much. There's the positive note we can end a, on. It needed a much better script and better actresses. Yeah, for sure. All right, so the worst film of the year got one out of five stars. I'd even go zero. This is directed by Lee Van Keet. Mm. Uh, it's a Vietnamese film. Uh-oh. The Requin. <laughs> oh. 
which I think the Requin is uh, allegedly translates to shark. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I said, laughably bad CGI, overcooked and undercooked use of green screen, almost simultaneously, a shrill, bothersome, and awkward performance by Alicia Silverstone, and you don't even get to see sharks until the 50-minute mark. Oh, man. It is, man, it is a gargantuan, gargantuan turd. And the whole throughout the whole film, as I said in my review... I was cheering for the shark the whole time. I was just like, come on, shark, you got this. Like a <laughs> couple a couple more chomps. Once you saw the shark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah once you saw the shark. Uh, but the, the thing that was funny about it is they they didn't even really bother to do CGI per se with the sharks, a la Sharknado or Sharktopus or Piranaconda. They <laughs> used stock shark footage oh, no. <laughs> and i kept looking at it going you know the completely absurdist shark zombie fight in uh zombie 1979's zombie yep. was way more interesting well that is great and it's you know that's one of the most absurd zombie versus tiger shark that yeah, was that most was absurd really cool. ludicrous scenes in horror movie history yeah that was way better than uh, the Requin. The Requin is a terrible film, yeah. and which is really too bad. And I'll end again on a positive note uh, because Alicia Silverstone has been in some good stuff, and I think mm-hmm. she's a pretty good actress. And she was in 2019, largely regarded, I think, by most of us as the one Lodge. of the best the films Lodge, yeah. we had seen that year, The Lodge. And she was yeah. great, even though she had a smaller. Small yeah. blink and perf- you miss her moment, yeah. but yeah, performance. But uh, yeah, it's too bad that she signed up for this thing because this is this film is a goddamn mess. Yeah, uh, what would we say? Uh, you know, she got to eat, she got to eat. Yep. Lisa Silverstone got to eat. You know, it's like, uh, uh, who, who, who there was the, that the Dungeons and Dragons film that had it brought out, um, Jeremy Irons. Oh, yeah, and you're going, what uh. man, what are you doing? That's to pay the bills. That's to pay the bills. Oh, so all right. Bad. So I got, I'm going to stay on creature feature yes. for Roberts. Yes, because okay. Roberts number one worst or most disappointing film of the year is Beast. <laughs> um, so Roberts says in Beast, Idris Elba goes to Africa with two young girls who, judging by the group's on screen on screen chemistry, he's never met before in his life. <laughs> he then he is then stalked by a beautifully animated Terminator lion that's nearly indestructible, has razor sharp claws, a mouthful of dagger like teeth, and outweighs him by roughly 350 pounds. <laughs> Nevertheless, our man Idris beats it in a fist fight yeah. and saves the day. Uh, really wanted to like this one, but not even Idris Elba could save it. I agree. I watched this on the yep. plane. I am a huge Idris Elba fan, and I turned it off. I didn't even look at that pretty face to keep watching that movie. I was yep. like, this is so bad. Yep. He is so right about the chemistry between the two young women actors, and there was, there, it was the worst. No, the kid actors couldn't act. Yeah. Um, oh, and, they couldn't. Uh, and and Char- 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 Charcot Copley, the other guy who like yeah. played his buddy. From from uh, from uh, the, District Nine, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to want I wanted to like this movie so much because the the dire- all of us did the the, the director did the Everest uh, yeah a movie and he did he's he's done a bunch of great sur- survival horror or right thriller movies yeah and, yeah, yeah. And, 
And I was like, Idris Elba punching lions? I'll go for that for old. Yeah, and, I'm and, in. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, you know, and, and one of the great things that I've ever done in my whole life was a safari. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I get to, re, to relive some of that. It's like, oh. But you, you didn't do the punching variety. Yeah, no, you I, didn't get the, the punch lion punching variety. Did you? I, I just went yeah. out and I was just punching <laughs> guinea fowl. I mean, it was much easier. <laughs> no, uh, the, take the, this bird. <laughs> take that. <laughs> uh, no, the, the it was... You know, Idris Elba's, I mean, he, it really felt like he got signed on in the last minute to do this thing and, and, and running around telling the kids to go, okay, get in the back of the car. No, get back in the other seat. And there's like, it, 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 and the lion was, as as Robert was describing, it's a Terminator lion. It was like this indestructible thing. Car car, goes off the cliff, lands in the lion, explodes, lion's fine. Yeah. It's like, oh man, come on. I walked away from this film when I saw the trailer and I was like, oh no, I won't be seen. Of the beast. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I wanted to. I, I, yeah, I, I think this was one where I I walked into it with eyes open and it was like, sorry, yeah. I gave it. Two I was and a on half. the plane. I, it, it was pretty. Much. It was a good looking film. But, yeah. Uh, Interest. Yeah. No. All right, but one more film. One more. One more. Yeah. This is the worst. This is truly the worst. And <laughs> I I I can show you. The page I forgot because the page break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what you got? The page break uh, got me, and it was hidden right below the page break. This is a film directed by David Blue Garcia. This is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, this was maybe even more disappointing than Halloween Ends because at least Halloween Ends had some chops. It had Jamie Lee Curtis, and granted, they had Sally. Uh, Hardesty from the original film show up in uh, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. but this film mm-hmm. was truly, truly awful and incredibly uninspired. And I'm not going to end on a positive note here. I'm going to end on a negative <laughs> note because the thing that was really frustrating was the one of the writers was Fetty Alvarez, and oh. the, the oh, did fact, he really write it? Yeah, the fact that he turned in. I thought what was kind of a really incomplete character study of Leatherface that kind of didn't make a goddamn bit of sense, coupled with the fact that I know this is Eric's gripe with Michael Myers. In this case, uh, Michael Myers was, you know, we can maybe stretch it and say late 60s, early 70s, whereas... Leatherface has got to be pushing <laughs> mid eighties. <laughs> oh, so they actually—they're saying that they, yes. they tried to do the exact yes. same thing. As they, yeah, oh, Leatherface no. has been kicking around for forty-eight years. Oh God, no, I'm and, you know yeah, it, I'm in my fifties and I know how hard it is just to kind of like run a quarter uh, mile. It's like, <laughs> right? No, no, no. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw is really, really awful, and I hope they—I hope they let. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise lay down for a little bit and kind of rethink it before they just jump into a new one. Mm Because I legitimately think there are some great Texas Chainsaw Massacre films, not just the original. First two. First two. The third one is great. The Matthew McConaughey one is great. Yeah. Yeah. but there's a there's some really awful ones oh, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, in, one, in the, what, in what the modern the era, the three D one was not. Oh, God, yeah. was, one was just so boring. It was dark. You couldn't see anything. <clears throat> right. And there was no. And it wasn't nearly yeah, yeah. violent enough. Right. I mean, right. Right. It was right. Just, yeah. This, this one was plenty violent, and it had a lot of blood and a lot of gore. But it it seemed really ridiculous. Yeah. Do not. Do not. 
uh, see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Even if you have a Netflix account, okay. do not watch it because it is a waste of okay. time. Okay, well, you forgot one. What? Well, well, which one? I know you've seen it. Well, which? Morbius. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, God. It was, <laughs> I, you know, this was... Was I that sh- Jared Leto? Yeah. Yeah. Do better, Jared Leto. Um, yeah. It was just kind of that. This yeah, one I think that he's was got not some problems. Yeah, it wasn't frustrating as much as it was just a waste of time. It was dull. <laughs> yeah, it was dull. Exactly. It was, yeah. and it and 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 it was like it's a superhero movie that seemed to be shot with, in one color, <laughs> right? Uh, and it's like it was un- It was a superhero movie that was unexciting. It had mm-hmm. a, it had a, uh, a, you know, a superhero that's like. It's like no didn't really establish why he would want to be heroic and also right. why he would be monster. It's like it was it was just it was, I know it was based on sort of a uh, a B side you know uh, Marvel universe character who's poorly drawn. I never th- Morbius is a bad looking superhero to begin with mm-hmm. and not it it was just. It was just poor performances, and I think it's famously bad. I mean, this is one that it's like nobody likes this movie. It, mm-hmm. it was, and I again, I didn't finish it. I just yeah. I oh, you didn't it, finish it? I turned it off. It was okay. like I'm done. I mean, it was just uh, and oh, I paid money to go see it. Oh yeah, I no, paid money yeah, to go you, see you it. You took your boy to see yeah, this. Yeah, movie, yeah, you know? yeah. So that's bad parenting right there. Uh, speaking of lesser known Marvel characters, I said in my review, I said just as the Marvel disco heroine Dazzler doesn't need a film. Morbius probably didn't yep. need a shot on the big screen. <laughs> Actually, Dazzler, uh, Dazzler film does sound pretty darn cool. <laughs> disco, but we digress. Roller disco. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. th- th- I think to Marvel's credit, they did come out with a fun movie mm. that, uh, on their horror verse where they brought out Werewolf by Night. Oh, right, right, which right. is a lot of fun. Which is only I, it's right up your alley because it's like an hour and ten minutes long. Yeah, super short. They got you got Man Thing in there, mm-hmm. and it's and it's shot like a Universal monster movie. It's mm. fun. It's yeah, a, it, it does werewolves right. It's great. Uh, and, and that's that's on that's D- on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. So gotcha. easy, easy to get to. It's yeah. a it's a one off. It's not going to be a series. It's just it's just like eat some popcorn, watch this thing. It's great. Yeah. Uh, don't watch Morbius. Yeah. It's a waste Mor- of time. It it yeah. It's just it's it's dull and and underwhelming. There we go. All right. So what? Uh, so we should we recap all of the worst films? I feel like as a PSA, as a public service announcement to <laughs> yeah. the followers of the Scariest Things podcast, we need to tell people these are the films to stay away from, starting with... Okay, Eric here. Uh, don't see Unhuman. Don't see Shaky Shivers. Don't see Revealer. Don't see Morbius. Yeah. Liz? Okay. For myself, I say don't see Scream, don't see The Scary of 61st, and don't see The Sadness. And on Robert's behalf, don't see Halloween Ends, don't see Jeepers Creepers Reborn, and don't see Beast. All right. Uh, Also, don't see Halloween Ends. Definitely don't see The Requin. Maybe see Pearl, but it ain't that great. Uh, And definitely do not see (laughs) The Texas Chainsaw. That's garbage. Oh. <laughs> warning you. Don't We're do it. Warning you. Don't do it. <laughs> so we have a proud tradition at the scariest things where we like to close out with a great tagline from one of the movies we watched. And a bit indicative of this uh these horrible movies is most of them don't have taglines <laughs> and the taglines that we do have suck. So hot here, garbage. Hot, hot garbage. <laughs> hot hot mess. And here to deliver 
the, the worst tagline of worst. the year from Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Death gives it life. <laughs> <laughs>